Hello, Spirit Family. Thank you for tuning in to Intuitively Her Podcast, where we discuss spiritual wellness, personal development, and so much more. Hi, Soul Fam. Welcome back to Intuitively Her Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest. Her name is Jacqueline Michelle. She's a self-love and embodiment coach. And I'm just so happy to have her here today. Hi, Jacqueline. How are you? Hello. I'm excellent. How are you? I'm doing beautiful. I'm excited to finally get this podcast going. I'm ex- I know we've been wanting to share ideas and just share them with the world together. So I'm just happy to have you here. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited also. Of course, of course. So can you tell us about what a self-love embodiment coach is or just give us a little bit about that and then how you got there? How did you become one? Absolutely. A little little background about you. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a self-love and embodiment coach. I help women get in touch with their power, who they are, and really turn themselves on from the inside out. So one of the major things that I originally wanted to do was specifically Tantra. And as I was getting deeper into Tantra, I was like, the key thing that I'm seeing right now is self-love. And I love how big and broad that term is, right? Because we can mm-hmm. get into self-love when it comes to the phys- like the physical, the sexual, the sensual, but there's mm-hmm. also a lot of mental components when it comes to self-love, healing components, emotional components, and energetic components of it as well. And one of the things that I've really been learning as I've been going through my own journey of just trying to get in, not, e- not even necessarily trying, but just learning and discovering who I am is that embodiment is such a huge piece to healing and in my experiences I started going to therapy at six years old so I've been like Mm. going to different psychologists and started going to coaches when I was like 19 so I've always kind of been doing quote unquote the work Mm -hmm. and one of the things that I felt was missing was like the legitimate practice of getting into the body. Like oftentimes we're, we're trying to understand and conceptualize, you know, some of our traumas, our triggers, what our insecurities are. And that's beautiful. Of course, it's it, to me, I think of the mind as the masculine component. And of course we need that duality, but oftentimes mm-hmm. we miss or forget to get into the body. So what are the energetic imprints that we've been holding on to since childhood? What are some of the things that we've been holding on to from past lifetimes? Where is it being stored in the body? How can we release it, tune into it, observe it, activate it, and then become legitimate open vessels? So that Mm. is a really big piece of all the work that I do. And of course, that comes in so many different layers and and textures. So sometimes it's just one-on-one coaching when it comes to like, we're just talking. We're just trying to get into the field and and we get some downloads, (laughs) we share things. Other times it's breath work, right? Getting into the prana, activating it Mm. in different ways. Sometimes it's punching a pillow because sometimes that's just what we need to do to like just release mm-hmm. and activate all that energy. Um, sometimes it's movement, sometimes it's meditation. So one of the things that I've really liked about just, I mean, I'm sure you can relate to this also when it comes to being a coach and, and allowing your profession to be your life passion is that there really is no limitations. There's no box. Mm-hmm. So all the tools that we are continuously learning as healers, as guides, we get to intuitively share them with our clients, but if not soulmates, right? Because our clients are essentially soulmates to the reflections of us. And that's why we're in the same gravitational vortex. So that is, um, you know, just uh, the work that I do. I've been doing it for about a year. I've been Mm -hmm. wanting to do it forever. And I Mm -hmm. finally, 2019 was a total wreck. And I was like, okay, this cannot be repeated. 2020 is Mm -hmm. my year. The pandemic happened and it was a blessing. Like, and I'm I'm very Mm -hmm. privileged. And so grateful that I can say that the pandemic was um, a blessing for me because I got that time to sit down and 
just really move inwards and, and set those goals of, okay, how can I truly be of service? Um, and I got into this work um, from being on the complete opposite side of the spectrum. So I'm a survivor of sexual assault. Um, mm. And so that was where my therapy started from like six up until, you know, my teenage years. Um, it was just uh, consecutive trauma. And at a certain mm-hmm. point, I realized that it was me re-traumatizing myself, right? From lack of boundaries, low self-esteem, lack of self-worth and lack of self-love. And mm. um, there came a point in my teenage years, late teenage years, where I literally could not feel my body. Like I would put my hand on my thigh and there would be this intense disconnection of like, why don't I feel myself? And there was a point in my experience where, I mean, my depression was like at an all time low and I just accepted it. I was like, okay, this is going to be me. Um, Was very disconnected with my sexuality, was very angry. And at the time I was studying uh, forensic psychology. So I was really, I've always been interested in the mind and healing, but it was a very, very dark place. And, um, and I was taking a a psychology class. And at the same time, I was taking a dance class. And on the same week, we started talking about positive psychology. And it was the first time ever in my life that I was like, wow, you can study happiness, like the mind doesn't have to be this dark place, you can actually Mm -hmm. like study enlightenment and achievement and joy and ecstasy. And at the same exact week, my dance teacher said, Hey, come to my yoga class for extra credit. And at the time, I was already weightlifting. Um, so I was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I can do yoga for 10 extra points on my test, whatever. Yeah. And I went in and it was, I mean, it was literally like the first inhale up to mountain pose, exhale, hands down to your heart. And it was, I mean, that was that moment. Like I went in with zero mm-hmm. expectations and yoga found me. It was literally like mm-hmm. the first um, experience where I was able to connect with myself in a way that wasn't harmful or avoidant, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And from there, everything completely shifted. I was like, okay, I, people need to know about this. I need to know about this. And now it just feels like I, I couldn't even picture or want to imagine anything other than just being in this field of of, of consciousness and embodiment, right? The masculine and mm-hmm. the feminine, the union within and allowing that to be amplified inside of ourselves and then sharing that medicine with other people. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that and being so vulnerable and open about your experience. It's such a such a magical thing to see like the alchemy in your life and to really just see it play out. And obviously I see you on Instagram. Just It's just so authentic and it just it vibrates and feels so different when you're coming from this place. And that's why I was so drawn to you when it came to like how you express your nudity and like mm-hmm. in like just in a sensual way. Like it, it's just it's so it's so amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. So I was going to ask you, but how did you how can you recommend or or just share for my listeners to just begin today how we can we feel comfortable in our own bodies then like just starting from that simple part a lot of us are very um self-conscious or they feel shameful and um, and guilty about about being comfortable in their own body and it's just yeah how would you yeah what's one thing that we can do or what, what would you suggest? Absolutely. That we so there's two yes. major things that came up from you whenever you asked me that question. And I know for some people that feel, like you said, that fear or that shame from just simply touching yourself, right? And it doesn't even have to be mm-hmm. sexual, but just getting into the body in that way. The first thing that I would say is eye gazing. I, like just look in the mirror specifically into the left eye. 
uh, the left mm-hmm. side of the body is feminine, receptive. Uh, so you want to actually receive yourself. And mm-hmm. it really doesn't have to be, like, you can do five minutes and just witness yourself. And I know even just hearing that for some people may be like, oh, I'm not really sure if I want to do that, right? Because we're, we're yeah. not accustomed to like looking at ourselves. But being in that space and then just allowing whatever decides to show up, if anything, to come out, if it's mm-hmm. laughter, if it's rage, if it's tears, if it's awkwardness or a weird emotion that nobody has ever really felt before, like mm-hmm. hold space for yourself and allow those things to come up, right? So connecting to yourself doesn't have to immediately go to touch. Um, mm-hmm. It can just be being in space with yourself. And then of course, breathing, right? That I, I, We mm-hmm. talk about breathing so often in the holistic and spiritual community, but that really is such a key component. It's, it's, it's our prana. Like that's how we activate our energetic force. And oftentimes also, like if you notice a lot of people, they breathe in the chest. We oftentimes don't breathe into the lower portion of the rib cage or really into the belly. And if you just think about mm-hmm. how the mind and the body relate to one another on just a very anatomical level, like if you were to just breathe into the chest, it automatically initiates your flight or flight response. So it's like you're mm. constantly telling your body that, oh, we need to be on the lookout. We have to be on the lookout. Even though you're safe, the body and the mind are having that conversation that say otherwise. So even taking Mm -hmm. a couple moments, like while you're eye gazing or maybe first thing in the morning or while you're driving, literally whenever, and consciously begin to take a couple deep breaths and exhale, make an audible sound, allow yourself to be heard and then get a little weird with the exhale. If that turns into a growl, a yell, a moan, and just begin mm-hmm. to, yeah, just eye gaze and and breathe. And I would say that would just be a beautiful mm-hmm. space to start. And then from there, a little bit of movement, you know, put on your mm-hmm. favorite song and then just do a little hip sway. It doesn't even have to be super dramatic at first. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. That's, I love eye gazing, but I didn't know the like the left, look at your left eye. That's, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Like, and it's beautiful because our heart's on the left side too. Oh, I didn't realize. Right? right so perfect yeah yeah oh my god oh <laughs> uh, yeah it's really powerful I'm excited to try that yeah exercise. thank you for of sharing course. that um, so how yeah like how did you realize like I know it's not from one day to the mm. next but how did you how did you come to this place to like knowing that you wanted to help others do this I know, I know you said your, your past your, your experiences have got you here but like what, how can you, yeah, how did you find your purpose in this? And in, in, in a pool of so many people that we all are, you know, we, we in the, in the spiritual community as, as healers and guides, like there's so many of us. So like, how did you find your niche? Just, just yeah, sharing for others to, absolutely. you know, to share. Um, yeah. I wouldn't, I don't really know other than I just felt it and it was an, a fuck yes, like a full body, like mm-hmm. this is it. And one of the things that I've been really feeling right now is like, I can't not do it. Like it, 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 it's not an option. Like I couldn't imagine myself mm-hmm. not doing anything other than that. Um, I guess like on a more, on a slightly like more personal note to add to that. Um, I just remember not being this and literally feeling, so, uh, just feeling so much weight and shame and disgust and embarrassment mm-hmm. and like thinking, wow, like that's never going to be me. I'm never going to find a partner. I'm never going to feel safe. And literally the moment where I was like, oh, like, there actually are answers, not, not there, there, there are answers, there are ways, there's, there's hope. And I was like, mm-hmm. I want to make sure other people 
have this. And I, I just love it. Mm. I love talking about embodiment. I love talking about breath. I love talking about sexuality. Like it just brings me so much joy now where I'm just like, okay, like let's talk. So how would you describe embodiment for you? How do you like for others? Like Uh just explaining, you know, you have your own, I was looking on your Instagram. I know you have your own way of describing it. It's beautiful. I just love to to share it. (laughs) So one of the things that I like to teach uh, is sensual embodiment and I'll break both of those words down for you. So for me, when it comes to sensuality, of course, it can include candles and coconut oil and high heels and all of that beautiful softness, right? But sensuality Mm -hmm. to me is really tapping into the five senses. How can I fully be in my sensual experience? What is it that I am seeing? What is it that I'm smelling, tasting, hearing, feeling, both internally and externally and giving yourself the space to actually be in it, right? And then when it comes mm-hmm. to embodiment, I would say that's the expression of it. So sensuality would be the observance, the beingness, and then the embodiment would be to act or express it, if you will. So when I put the two together, like one of the things that I guide a lot of my clients through is we'll start off with a little bit of breath work and we'll get into some movement and I will just guide them into some, like just breath work and screaming and breath work and punching mm-hmm. the pillows and, and like kick, like almost throwing a hissy fit or a tantrum, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. And giving them the space to express years worth of anger, years worth of shame, years worth of all of those emotions that we either express unconsciously or we store and create blocks within ourselves, right? And whenever you begin to release Mm -hmm. them, like you become naturally, there's just more space in the body. Um, So I would say like the embodiment is there, right? Expressing the, the anger, the rage in a very conscious way, but also holding space for the uh the eroticism right not just in the bedroom but the eroticism for life like moaning whenever you drink a really cold glass of water or like Mm -hmm. having really in-depth conversations with strangers or with lovers or with your friends like really giving or or just being comfortable with the boredom right like the entire spectrum of everything that we experience Mm -hmm. like allow yourself to be in that space and that to me is true embodiment is just being within yourself with and what do you what would you say to people who don't even know how it is to be with themselves like I know you said eye gazing mm-hmm. but like what if they don't even have a desire to do it it's just pushing Ooh, themselves too that's a really good question you know like that's I, an excellent question yeah and that's something that's really been coming up for me and for a lot of the people that I've been talking to is like how do I do it how do we do the things that we know are going to benefit us uh and and don't feel really called to do it. And the main word for Mm -hmm. me that's been coming up is accountability. Like you really do Mm -hmm. have to just make that decision for yourself and say, okay, like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just going to try it. Or or I I mean, Mm -hmm. even I can't not, I cannot go another day feeling disconnected. I can't go another day holding on to this. Um, And I wish there was a, a nicer or more inspirational way of of saying that at least from my perspective i would love to hear your take or or somebody else's also um but yes. yeah it's just one it's a decision you literally have to make and and take it day by day and exactly. one of the things that i like doing too is like if you just put a timer on just okay one minute i'm gonna eye gaze for one minute you have one minute mm-hmm right? And it's just like, okay, and it's not that long, 60 seconds. And then you can either say, okay, that was enough, or I may need this a little bit more. Let me go to two, three, four, five. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would just say accountability and decision making. 
Yes, yes. Just making that choice because either way you're making the choice to be disconnected or to be connected. And obviously which one is going to benefit mm-hmm. you better? It's obviously connect with yourself. It's like, are you like, I feel like, yeah, just being really honest with yourself and feeling like, does it feel good to be disconnected? Like, why am I so resistant? And, and just being mm-hmm. real with it. Like, and yeah, like just being straight up with it. Like, okay, yeah. I, like getting out of our own way. Yes, ma'am. You know, just being, but coming from love because you know, like you're going to benefit from it anyways. You know that it's going to, it's going to fill you up instead of feeling drained or not. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing that I want to add to that is like, it can feel uncomfortable, right? Doing, I feel like we reuse this word so much. So I find it so silly now, but like doing the work, if you will, like <laughs> just doing the, the things, the practices, yeah. it may feel uncomfortable, but so is staying where you are. So it's like, do you want to be uncomfortable yes. and stay stagnant? Or do you want to be uncomfortable and grow? You know? Yes, so. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. So how do you, how do you create a safe space for yourself, like physically? Like, are there things that you that that help you feel safe in your in your in your home or in space, so you can just be in your nudity? Or, like, what do you like to do? I guess what's your ritual yes. in, in feeling safe? Absolutely. So my ritual is a candle lit shower every single day. I don't ever turn the light on um, in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll put lotion on. Mm-hmm. I'll do like my face routine. I'll I always have a pair of earrings on. Like that's just my thing. Um, mm-hmm. mint tea, candles, incense. Um, and then, and I would say that's the, that's the container. And then it could literally be all of that just to go watch the office, or it can be all of that to do like breath work. It just depends. But like, I would say that's yes. yeah, definitely my version of a, a sacred space. Absolutely. I think it's, super, it's important for us to highlight how important it is for us to create our own morning routine or, or just a daily practice to even just check in with yourself. Like you said, showering with a little candlelight on that's, that's anyone mm-hmm. could do that. Right. And what that, what, and what that will bring, like, it's just a simple thing of lighting the candle and not turning on the light, but what that will bring is so much more than we can even imagine. Like we get too in our heads about it. Like, Oh, what's that going to do? Like, or like, I don't know. It's just like, people, <laughs> I don't know. Like we can get in our head, you know, we can get in our head. I know my past life, like in my past self, I was just, yeah, I was, we haven't had many beliefs and we're just like, Oh, that, or like I, but I, I definitely can relate to you though. I, I love candlelight, like showers and bath time. It's just, it's so beautiful co- to connect with all the elements, mm-hmm, you know. Absolutely. No, yeah, but yes. So why? So yeah, that's yeah, it's really important for us to create that ritual for ourselves for sure. Um, um, what are ways that we can get rid of our our, our shame and our guilt, like? Well, how do we nip it in the butt? Like, that's it. Like, that's done. Like, (laughs) you know, like, I feel like we're evolving, especially as women. Like, we are evolving into it. But how do we do it by not? Yeah, no, that is is a solid, solid, solid question. And I would say it comes with multiple pieces. Okay, perfect. So I am really big on journal. I'm really big on writing in general. I would say that was, like, my first first thing that I ever gravitated to. So one of the first things that I would say is, like, begin to journal about where is this shame rooted from these embarrassment, these embarrassments, these guilt, these, these things that we hold on to, like, what is the, where, what is the story? What is the narrative? How long have we been holding on to? And now that we know what it is, begin to ask yourself, okay, do I believe this is true? Is this something that legitimate, legitimately relate, uh, resonates with me? Or is this just content that I'm holding on to from other people? And then I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm pretty certain that since you're asking these questions, the answer is going to be, no, this doesn't resonate with me. That's why I'm trying to, that's why it feels shameful. That's why it feels like guilt. Mm-hmm. And then once that is, begin to choose 
um, what it is that you want to believe and these, the ways in which you can slowly, gradually, and consistently begin to step into that space. So now that you know where the root is, right? Where did this come from? Is it, does it resonate? Do I define it as truth? And what is it that I want to create as truth? Now that you have this foundation from writing, then begin to get into the mental space of it. So one of my favorite journaling practices that I um, offer my clients, and I'll throw it into here as well, is I make three columns. And I say the first column is your 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 the story the affirmation the mindset that you're currently in and the third column mm-hmm. you're going to write what it is i'm sorry can you see the first oh, yeah, one yeah, it yeah. kind of broke up a little bit so can the first the column person? is uh where you are right now in your mental state so uh, like any affirmations okay. limiting beliefs like the the continuous narrative that you have going on and the third one you're going to skip the second and the third one you're going to write about what it is you want the deepest desire it would be almost it would kind of feel like almost like a far-fetched dream like oh that's what i want but it feels so out of reach right then you're going to come back mm-hmm. into the second column and you're just going to make one tiny shift from the first that will guide you in the direction to the third does that make sense And so little by Mm -hmm. little, it's like you're guiding yourself, you're kind of putting that step above each step to get yourself into that mindset of it, right? How can I begin to reaffirm, reshift, renavigate the ways in which I'm operating within my own mind? And something that I really absolutely love when it comes to limiting beliefs of all kind that hold on to the emotions of shame, guilt, embarrassment is a limiting belief is not a limiting truth. So if you are thinking it in your mind Mm -hmm. and feeling it in the body and it feels out of place, you literally have the power to shift it and recode yourself Mm -hmm. with what you consider true with a capital T. Now, so Mm -hmm. we have the foundation through writing. Now we have the mindset work here, right? Mm -hmm. And then we're going to get into the body. So doing... Like, let's say the example uh, that we can use is somebody who feels this like shame towards touching themselves, uh, masturbating, right? A lot of people mm-hmm. feel that. Yeah. So you- yeah, I can. Re- I mean, I relate. I was raised Christian. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of shame and guilt on that. And eventually I had to get over that, obviously, but then I must defend mm-hmm. my own work. But yeah, so I know there's a lot yeah, of us. Yeah, absolutely. Feel that. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Sorry. Okay, so you're, yeah, sure. Masturbating. Um, <laughs> Uh, Yeah. So shame around masturbation, right? You want to get in touch with your body. You want Mm -hmm. to begin to get in touch with your sexuality. You don't have to start at your vulva. You can actually, in the same Mm -hmm. way that you would with sex, right? You're with a partner. You don't want your partner to just boom, go straight to your vulva. Like, no, baby, kiss me, massage my shoulders, things of that nature. So begin to implement these tiny Mm -hmm. little rituals. It can be anywhere from five to 60 minutes, just depending on how much time you have, how safe you feel. And you can just very simply get Mm -hmm. some, do a little ritual, light candles, massage your feet. And allow that to be Mm -hmm. connecting with your body. Allow that to be sensual. Mm -hmm. Whenever you feel more comfortable, maybe you move to the arms. Maybe you just do the breasts. And little by little, eventually get to the vulva whenever it feels safe, right? Because you also don't want to Mm re-traumatize the body or re-trigger yourself by going, boom, straight to the underpants. It's like, whoa. So, like, just take your time with yourself, right? And, of course, as you're doing this, I know for me, for Mm -hmm. example, as I was getting, whenever I was first starting self-pleasure, girl, it would be so emotionally charged. Like it would be like me in tears, 
almost in rage. Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe I even have to do this work to connect with my body. You know, I was just so embarrassed that mm-hmm. I was even like in the space. And I'm sure there's other women that I felt that too shame and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And so it's like one yes. of those things where, I mean, and it goes back to central embodiment, feel it. Like if that anger comes up, then, then yell and, and, and Mm -hmm. whatever it is, whatever you're feeling called to do and know that you're doing it in the safety of your own bedroom. Right. So there is no audience. Mm -hmm. It's literally you and yourself. And I mean, that in itself is deep intimacy. That in itself is deep vulnerability. And we're missing that element within ourselves too. Right. That's such a key component to self-love. So writing, understanding the root and then mindset, where is it that you want to go to and how can you take those little baby steps and then taking self-pleasure day by day. And then another little thing that I love too, when it comes to self-pleasure and getting triggered in the process of doing that is write yourself a love letter right before or uh, when you're feeling good so that you can have it next to you while you're self-pleasuring. So that really helped me so that whenever the anger Mm -hmm. or whatever emotion was coming up that was uncomfortable and I wanted to stop, I would have that letter next to me and it mm-hmm. would remind me why I wanted to do this, why it's important, why I deserve it. Mm-hmm. So I would be able to ground myself and be like, okay, this is why I'm here. Yeah. So I would say those would be like the three main things of like just operating through your shame. Mm-hmm. That's so powerful. Of course. Thank you. Yes. I like that. It's like when you're when you're feeling this and you, you have that letter in front of you, you're just, you're just distracting. You're redirecting it. You're distracting because emotions Literally. are just energy emotion, right? So you're just distracting your energy or like, not even distracting, distracting sounds bad. Mm, you're redirecting. <laughs> redirecting your energy into into the love yeah into into why like you said why like your purpose and why you're why you're doing that i think that's so important to have clear intentions instead of just being like oh i think this is the only way i can connect to my body but no being clear on what what that yeah like how mm-hmm. do you want to get there and why why mm-hmm. why you wanted to begin mm-hmm. with right but that why is a very important. yes capital yeah. y capital y capital w i didn't even not catch that i was like yes why i like it Mm. so wow that was that was really powerful i'm excited mm-hmm. to try that myself you know like yeah let me know yeah, how thank it you goes. thank you for sharing yeah. that mm-hmm. I, oh, I will i will <laughs> so how do you how do you practice following your intuition daily because you know this podcast is intuitively her so just how do you intuitively live that your day like i feel like a lot of people are just disconnected from their intuition or just don't know how to connect to it mm-hmm. or don't even know mm-hmm. how to differentiate it between Absolutely. our doubt and our fears Absolutely. to like right yeah so just for you how, how do you um yeah how do you get how connected, do I get to, connected to my intuition it really is just the feeling that comes mm-hmm. from my heart and it really mm-hmm. is is that like it, it'll be like a a thought an idea uh that will come to me that will come to me right not a thought that I produce mm-hmm. but something that comes to me mm-hmm. and then I feel it opening in my heart and then I get really like giddy and like open and silly and I'm like okay this is it um and then so yeah I would say mm-hmm. I would say that and then when it comes to listening to my intuition when it's a no right so that would kind of be like my intuition when it comes to like yes this is the thing whatever the thing is when it comes to listening to my intuition to know it feels safe and so something that I would love mm. to offer to your listeners is like okay how can you tell the difference between intuition and fear because you said that a second ago like how do we know it's not just doubt, right? Mm-hmm. So it would really come back yeah. to, at least from my experience, is how does it feel in the body? So you can have a yes and you can have a no. Mm-hmm. And 
we can start with the yes. So like if you were to listen, if you are listening to your intuition and you say yes, it feels good. But if you were to say yes and it doesn't feel good, then you're overstepping a boundary mm -hmm. from an external influence. And that's how you know it isn't your intuition. It's your thought, right? It's your ego, if mm. you will. Same thing when it comes to the no. Definitely. So if a no is coming up for you and you listen to the no and it feels like release, like relief, safety, like, okay, good. I'm really glad I said no. Then that's your intuition. But if you say mm -hmm. no and it comes with mm -hmm. like, oh, damn, I should have done that. Like I should have jumped off the diving board. That would have been really cool. Right. Then I would say that's fear. Mm -hmm. That's doubt. So it's literally just listening to the full mm -hmm. body opening, whether it's a yes or a no. And that would be the intuition. And then if the yeah. body is closing, your vessel to receive that intuition is closing down, then it's fear or doubt. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love that. I usually say like to differentiate between those, it's just it's oh. fear versus love, right? But it's nice to see those examples, though, because that's how, fear and love mm -hmm. feel different in your body. So mm -hmm. yeah, those like, yeah, mm -hmm. I like that. Thank you. Being really, yeah, I love that because you're just embodying your. I love it. Oh, it's just like it's really plays out in everything. Like being an embodiment, like feeling the self love. It just, it just, yeah. It it just charges everything. Hell yeah, with that energy. Yeah. It's powerful. <laughs> it's powerful. So where can my people find um, on you? On Instagram is my main shindig. Uh, yes, ma'am. J a q u e m i c h. Jack Mish beautiful beautiful before we go is there any way that you can guide us into like a little meditation of feeling everything that we just shared and how we can move into Absol that energy absolutely would you like to I'm guide us mm -hmm. Ooh, beautiful thank you <laughs> do you want to start it right now okay perfect perfect yeah Lovely. we can start now mm -hmm. so i'm gonna invite you all to very simply begin to close down the eyes and just begin to simmer deeper and deeper into the darkness, the warm darkness that sits behind the eyelids. And then if you can, very gently, keeping the eyes closed, begin to bring your gaze to the center of your forehead, your portal of intuition, your portal of clairvoyancy. And I want you to begin to see if you can just very simply notice the forehead. See if you can begin to soften the muscles around the face, release the temples, the tongue, the eyebrows, the scalp, and allow the entire face, all the expressions that you hold on to, to blissfully melt away. Begin to bring that relaxation down the body, relaxing and opening up the throat. Coming down to the shoulders, see if you can gently roll the shoulder blades on towards the spine so that the chest cavity is open, the heart is receptive, the rib cage is soft, the belly follows. And then begin to notice the breath traveling deep into the navel, deep into the diaphragm. Notice the cooling inhalation enter the nostrils. And then the warming exhalation leaving the body. Relax the back body, the side body, and then come down into the hips, to the pelvic floor, your yoni, your lingam. Now I want you to begin to just notice a little bit of sensation. Is it heat? Is it tingly? 
Is it still or is it numb? And all we're doing in this state right now is just simply observing the energy, the awareness, the connection that we have to our root, the seat of our energetic being. And as you're in this space, I'm going to offer to re-soften the body and then begin to bring the inhalation all the way down to the pelvic floor. And as you're doing so, begin to envision a white, warm light expanding at the root. You can feel the warmth connecting to the earth, to the seat. And then as you exhale, very gently squeeze the pelvic floor and then allow the exhalation to leave the body, taking with it any stagnancy, any resistance, any blockages. We'll take four more breaths just like this. Inhale a white, warm light down past the heart, past the sacral, into the root. You're expanding, you're widening, you're opening your portal of creation. And then as you exhale, squeeze the pelvic floor. The energy is coming up and out. You're becoming more spacious, more open. Three more breaths. Inhale very slowly. Feel it travel all the way down to the airway. Notice how you can soften through the portal, through the yoni, through the lingam. And then as you exhale, you're cultivating your power, releasing stagnancy, and then calling everything in. Begin to take two more breaths at your own pace. Feel yourself. Inhale. And exhale. Last breath. See if you can break it a little bit deeper. Sip in a little bit more air. At the end of your inhalation, hold it for a moment. Hold the prana. Hold the breath. Hold that white light. Allow it to vibrate deep in the womb. See if you can allow it to travel up the spine. And then very gracefully allow the exhale to leave the body. Squeeze the pelvic floor as it does so. And then hold that exhalation. Hold the pelvic floor. And then just feel the power. Feel the body come online for three, for two, on one. Very gently come back into your natural inhale and exhale. Just letting it come and go as it pleases. And then just notice the slight shift that is happening in the body. Just by taking a couple moments of physical awareness, breath awareness, and mental stillness. We're going to take a couple moments here. I'm going to invite you to engage in some intuitive movement and allow it to come from the spine. So it can be a very simple cat and cow. Heart comes forward, lift the chin, open the throat. As you exhale, cat spine, chin to chest. Maybe it's some spinal movement. Maybe it's super weird and you're shaking the entire body, just whatever you're feeling called to do. And then just notice right? This isn't something that we're narrating, but we're just giving the body permission to guide us, to feel, to move, to be. Beautiful. If you took it in one direction, see if you can take it in the other direction now. So sending everything in both polarities. If you were doing an inhale and an exhale, maybe switch up the movement. You're here for three. You're here for two. Very slowly begin to come into a little point of stillness. And then with your palms, intuitively place them on a particular part of the body. Maybe it's the lap, the heart, the womb, the throat, the shoulders, the earth, the feet. 
The breath is moving gently but powerfully. The body is open, still, and soft. And then I just want you to feel the palms and the fingers. I want you to notice what they're touching, how it feels, the texture, the temperature, the pressure. And then see if you can feel a little bit of buoyancy between the surface and the self, that connection, that electricity. It may feel a little bouncy, maybe tingly, maybe warm. Maybe it's just a simple, hmm, that's interesting. And take a couple breaths here, just observing tiny but powerful observances in your experience and in the body. Mm. Beautiful. Take one more full deep breath. Inhale, inhale, inhale. Open the mouth. Exhale, sigh it out. <sighs> and gently open your eyes whenever you're ready. Mm. Of course. Mm. Thank you so much. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. got me so in my body. It's so beautiful. And I, mm -hmm. I know it got everyone in there too. So thank you for your magic, Queen, and for your time and energy. And it's, it's so amazing to see you really, truly shining in your light and what you came here to do. And so much more because mm -hmm. you're still so young. We're still so young and there's so much for us. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I'm so excited. Of course. Of course. I'm looking forward to connecting with you soon. Of course, darling. Thank, Thank you. you. Likewise. Have a good night. If you like what you heard, please feel free to share this message. Send it to whoever you think would be inspired. My purpose for Intuitively Her podcast is to share diverse knowledge and how to apply it in our daily lives. Sending you so much love.